Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood REI, and welcome our guest, strong and powerful Jess La Nouvelle. Jess, are you ready to do this? I am so ready. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. Jess is a real estate expert. She founded the Listings Lab, which has helped over 1,000 realtors grow to seven figures and beyond. Again, I'm excited to have you on. Jess, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Absolutely. So I got into real estate when I was about 21. I grew up in the business. So mom's been a realtor for 35 odd years. Um, you know, I started doing her paperwork at 13. I never thought that I would get into real estate. I always thought that I was going to, you know, carve my own path, but came out of school, no idea what I wanted to do. And mom got her fingers in there. You know, she said, (laughs) uh, why don't you get your real estate license? I think you'd be good at it. So I sold real estate for 14 years. Uh, myself, I built a multiple seven figure business and then, I just decided that, you know, I think I had a bit of a midlife crisis in my early 30s (laughs) (laughs) and just decided that I was, I I felt like I was serving the wrong people. So shifted things around and started the listings lab with my husband to teach agents how to do what we did. Nice. Yeah. I love it. So give us a little bit about the personal. Yeah. Okay. So um, (laughs) my husband, I'm like obsessed with my husband, like (laughs) obsessed with him like he's I don't know I just I met him when I was in my like late 20s um and like love I never I never believed in love at first sight thought it was you know malarkey and then he walked into a coffee shop and I thought who is that look at that guy (laughs) um and uh yeah so (laughs) we've been together ever since so we're coming up on our eighth anniversary Um, which we're really excited about. We are looking at actually, so we're in Toronto right now, but we're looking at moving to the Bahamas, which we're really excited about. Um, I think COVID has, you know, given us some perspective on life is short and, you know, let's go, let's go have some fun. Yeah. Um, And what else? We have two cats who are our children. Um, I am 100% I'll own it. Crazy cat lady. <laughs> I love it. All right, perfect. So when when you're watching and doing your mom's paperwork from 13 to 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 through your teens, yeah, and then she she talks you into getting into the business yourself, yep. and you're doing it, and so now you're seeing it uh, just from the outside. Well, watching your mom do it, and then you yep. actually did it, and you're obviously paying attention to the industry just in general. What what are it, clearly there's probably problems that you are are, are are viewing other agents doing that you are not experiencing. So what 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 are those shortcomings, those problems that you said, well, we do this way better. Uh, I, I, I think that we can help. Yeah. So I really think that the biggest shift that I made was that I stopped looking at myself as a realtor and I really started looking at myself as a marketer because I, you know, I, I, and and I'll, I'll say this, you know, all the time, am I the absolute best realtor out there? No, but I was a better marketer. And I think that that's really what differentiated us and actually allowed us to build the business that we did because we, you know, services is important, of course, but I also think that there's so many people who are building real estate businesses without, you know, without treating them like businesses, 
you know, I'm, you know, I, I, I love the idea of providing such a great service that you get a whole bunch of repeats and referrals, but when you fully 100% rely on that, you're relying on other people to market for you and have the conversations. And so there's a lot of unpredictability. There's a lot of inconsistency in people's businesses, I think, because they rely on something that isn't sustainable or, or you know, scale, like, like predictably scalable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think that that was really the initial wow that I had where I was like, oh, I'm looking at things possibly the wrong way and um, and then we started looking outside the real estate industry real estate is very much um, a slow to adapt type industry and so you know a lot and a lot of the things that people are being taught even today are things that you know made people successful in the 70s the 80s and the 90s and we live in a completely different world completely different right I mean even when I got when I was 21 I got my my big gray pager that I thought was like <laughs> the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. And could you imagine if I pulled that out now, right? So we, we're all running around with computers in our pockets and there's a lot of agents who are still treating the business like it's 85. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, really understanding that as the industry progresses, that we have to move with it. And as the world progresses, that we have to move with it to make sure that we're we're staying as relevant as possible in 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 the way that the world is working. And I think that's really where a lot of uh, a lot of disrupting companies have come into the industry as well. And agents feel so, you know, so threatened by the iBuyers and the and and the discount brokerages and things like that. But I think that we left a hole for them. And they're doing well with the tech side of things, what so many people didn't uh, didn't pay attention to for too long. Does that make sense? It, 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 it absolutely does. Um, I've, I've worked in, in personal finance for, for 20 years, and I'm fond of saying that you could be the best financial advisor in the world, yeah. but if you didn't have people to do financial advisory for, then it wouldn't matter, <laughs> right? Exactly. So, you're the best it's realtor exactly in the world, the and just you've 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 mastered every aspect of of helping somebody to actually buy a house. But if you don't have people to show homes to or whatever, then it just yeah. doesn't matter. Exactly, and I think that there's so many people who just you know they wait for the business to come, and or they build a business full of chasing where they're you know cold calling and door knocking and flyering, and and I think that's also incredibly exhausting. You know, there's we have an entire generation of really burnt out agents. And I think a lot of that is also just because they're they're being taught to do things in a way that worked really well when there were a thousand agents doing it, but not when there were a million agents doing it. So I think that it's it's really important that people understand and start to actually learn how to use the tools available to them so that they can actually build something that is. I always say unlimitedly scalable and fun. People get into business in general, but real estate in particular for three major reasons. They want unlimited income potential. They want to be able to set their own schedule and they want freedom. And they want to be able to help people. And I think there's so many agents out there that, you know, maybe they get little bits and pieces of of one of them, but they never really accomplish all three. And a lot of that comes down to how you set your business up and the way that you actually generate business completely changes the kind of business that you have. Yeah, I think that that makes sense. And as I'm thinking about the new fintech or 
whatever companies that are coming into your space that are certainly yeah. disrupting it. But I think that, that, that every industry is experiencing that. And mm-hmm. from my perspective, I, I think that there's always going to be a place for human beings to work alongside of those things and to help yeah. guide people through the process. And I imagine yeah. you feel the same way. Mm-hmm. So uh, just how, how, how are you helping people to do it? Because yeah, we, I think there, there are a lot of people out there who want to make a, a really, really above average income. They mm-hmm. want time freedom and freedom to choose to do their business the way that they want to do that. And they want to feel like they're doing good work by helping people. Um, but to your point, that traditionally the way that people have done it has, has been flawed and fundamentally not sustainable. So what's the way forward, Jess? So the way that we teach things is I always say, you know, we help people create relationships at scale. So it's still relationship based. When we take the relationship part out of it, the human to human part of it out of it, then we lose kind of that magic that people actually have and people make make decisions emotionally first then they back them up with logic and so a lot of this comes down to how do we actually have someone feel not only connected to you but also that you know the the authority the credibility the the social proof how do we have somebody come to you and have them think this is this this is my agent even if I'm not moving for two years like Sally's my agent and a lot of that comes down that it can be done in, in a couple of different ways. So the first way is obviously going to be through organic social media. So when people are starting out, they don't have a lot of money to put behind things to really grow things. You can easily make a very healthy multiple six figure income just organic. So, you know, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. You know, especially if you're not if you're if you're not dabbling into things you're not ready for the TikTok yet I get it <laughs> right Facebook Instagram LinkedIn and and I think that those those platforms can really really elevate not only grow an audience for you but also allow you to get in front of people on a regular basis to build that relationship as long as you're putting the right content in front of them and they're they're seeing you on a consistent and frequent basis then you know that for a lot of people can be enough then when you're ready to really like ramp it up and take it to the next level, then you put kind of some money behind it. But we always want to test the messaging and we always want to make sure that the messaging is working organically before you throw a whole bunch of money behind it. And I think this is the other thing that realtors don't do well is they'll take a couple ads that, you know, they kind of made up or they copied from somewhere and they'll throw a bunch of money at the wall and see what sticks. And then you you end up with people who are like, oh, Facebook ads don't work. Mm. And it's like, well, if Facebook ads didn't work, I don't think like Nike would run Facebook ads. Good point. (laughs) Right. And so I think that it's just a matter of people really learning how to do things well. And uh, and yeah, and, and understanding human psychology. I think the baseline of all of this and that's the part that doesn't change right? Humans are humans. We make decisions and we need this, the, the same things. It's just that the medium that we're going at, like we're going to people with is going to, is changing over time. And it, it, it's, it's from what I'm hearing, it sounds almost identical to what we're talking about. The role of a, a professional real estate agent or, or professional financial advisor. It's helping people navigate all of these different technologies. Yeah. Well, just because Facebook ads and, and IG and LinkedIn 
just because those are in existence doesn't mean that I, as a novice, can be successful doing it. I could probably buy and sell my own house, right, using these yeah. new technologies. But just because they exist doesn't mean I'm going to be able to do it correctly. Exactly. So having somebody walk me through split test or whatever it is mm-hmm. uh, to actually make my efforts work. Exactly. And I think, I think too, that there's there's different ways of looking at the way you lead generate as well, right? So if you ask an agent, what do you need? They'll say, I need more leads. And then the, the follow-up question is usually, well, do you need more leads or do you need more clients? And there are agents out there that have tons and tons and tons of leads, but no clients. And so a, a lot of it comes down to, well, what happens, what are you doing with this person once they become a lead? Are you emailing them three times or calling them twice and then putting them in a did not respond folder? How, how, like, how are you actually taking that person from stranger to client? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that comes down to can you create content? Are you putting the right thing in front of that person at the right time? Are you giving enough value? Are you even getting their attention really like right at, right at the beginning? And a lot of agents have been taught, again, we're five years behind to just spam people. <laughs> and I think that's why so many people like they're afraid to answer their phones. They're like, who is this person calling me now? Is it like, like what kind of like a carpet cleaning duct cleaning service is calling For me sure. right now? Right. And, and agents have gone about the business in a lot of, a lot of the time the same way. So it really comes down to how can you, how can you put these people in a position where they want to come to you, where they want to have that conversation with you. So we use three major types of contents. If content, if we if we want to like kind of bucket it down, we use authority content, personal content, and social proof. And when I say social proof, it's not what most most agents would think, which is just listed, just sold under contract, like here's a pretty piece like a pretty staircase. What we're actually talking about when it comes to social proof is case studies, testimonials, and PR, which are things that a lot of agents don't use well. And and when it comes to the case study part of it, I always like telling stories online is the most powerful thing that you can do in order to build relationships, um, you know, have an emotional attachment from somebody and also like keep someone interested. And case studies are the perfect way to do that. And, you know, within the real estate space, like HGTV is the perfect example. We've all been pulled into some HGTV show at some point. And it's an entire network of case studies. Right. So I think it's so important that agents figure out how to tell the story of their clients instead of just telling the instead of just, you know, putting that I'm number one, I'm number one, look at me stuff out there. I just can't imagine that that works. (laughs) <laughs> like like what is the metric that is being used in the real estate industry if every agent is number one i, mean, I know right <laughs> there's always some asterisks below it right yeah <laughs> yes my kids think i'm the number one agent in my yeah. house yeah <laughs> I, th- I think that that's awesome that's that's a hgtv is a network of case studies and it very much is and to be able to to be able to develop a case study, do you do you have one that that, that you can sort of think about and, and pull that 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 has really moved people? Not to specifically talk about them, but just say, hey, mm. I did have one client that. 
Yeah. So we have Justin. Justin's the perfect example. He's like the most coachable agent I've ever, like one of the most coachable agents I've ever worked with. And um, when he joined our program, I didn't know this. He didn't tell me this, but he had 29 bucks in his bank account. He was not in a good place. And he followed the system to a T. If I told him to do something, he had it like accomplished an hour later. And he went, he, he did $800,000 from, from April to December of last year. Wow. He's got a seven figure business with his hands tied behind his back. He's got, he's got team running and now he's actually starting a secondary business in a, in, in a, in the financial field actually, because he has so much free time. But for him, it was just really about creating scalability in the business, leveraging properly and making sure that he had a consistent flow of people who were going to come to him and want to work with them. Nice. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful thing right there. How 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 uh how are you packaging your how is listing labs? Is it is it courses that I take? Is it is it individual coaching? What does what is the experience? Yeah, so the listings lab is like it, it's kind of twofold. There's the the actual like modules, like the the programming part of it, and then there's support, which is of course the most important part. So we have a, like a course that is you know everything that you need to do on a weekly basis, like broken down step by step by step. But then we also have you know support calls twice a week. We have a, a general call, like a content call, and an ads clinic every single week. And our programs are like this program's for life, so it's a lifetime access program. Um, and then we also have a Facebook support group where you can get help and and questions answered every single day. Um, every single thing that we that you do in a program like this gets eyes on it. So it's not like, well, go through it. And if you have questions, come to us. It's like, no, no, no. Every single thing that you do in this program, you're going to submit to us. We're going to go through it with a fine tooth comb and make sure that it's being done well so that when you do launch it, that it has a higher probability of being really successful. Love it. Well, Jess, the people are ready for your difference making tip. What do you have? (laughs) Okay. So I would say difference making tip is fail forward. Like, really fall in love with the process and look at every single time something doesn't work as just a piece of data that you get to work with and iterate on. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on, come on. Yes. <laughs> it's not a game of perfect, but failing forward is, uh, is, is, is the key to being successful in so many different things. I love it. Well, Jess, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you and listings lab? So I would say best place is going to be Instagram. Um, my Instagram handle is just at Jess Lenovel. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Jess your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to Instagram and find her at Jess Lenovel. Did I say that right? You did. I feel like I didn't say it right the first time now, Jess. Oh, well. <laughs> That's J-E-S-S-L-E-N-O-U-V-E-L. Thanks, kid, Jess. Thanks so much. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.